Hey, good evening, everybody. I imagine that many of you have now watched the Channel 4 Dispatches program. It was indeed a difficult watch. My heart especially goes out to Russell Brand's wife. And if these things are true, my heart goes out to the people making the allegations. And it's it's going to be really difficult for him to pull back from this. In fact, this is going to damage his career for a very long time. In particular, the allegations concerning the accuser who went to a rape crisis center or something and, and made a complaint or doc got it documented. And also the girl who was 16. Now saying that, on the other hand, the way he was doing a numbers game with the opposite sex, they, they said that he was having relations up to five times a day, 80, 90 women a month, five times a day, that's over 100 a month. For 10 years, how many is that? So 100 a month. 1,200 a year, 10 years, 10 plus 1,000. So the way he was treating women, not following through, etc. there's going to definitely be some disgruntled people out there. So if he slept with over 10,000 women and you've got four or five presently making allegations, then... I can understand how that can happen. Versus, if you look at the age disparity between Schofield and the young person there, if you look at the allegations against Hugh Edwards, then the borderline of criminality was touched with the 16-year-old, but he didn't go over it. So we've got the R word being used, which could create a criminal case. The adults attracted to minors word has not been so, you know, yesterday, earlier today, we speculated that that's that would be the thing that they would really go after him for. They would say that he'd gone with someone underage. So with the legal age in the UK being 16, then he hasn't committed a criminal offense in that respect, but they could go after him for the R word. So this is a very sad day indeed. Um, he's a guy who, like the American shock jocks, Howard Stern, etc. You know, when I was listening to Howard Stern in America in the 90s, he was making jokes that these days he would be called onto the carpet for. It's like Russell Brand's sense of humor that made him become famous. These extreme jokes of a sexual nature are also what is accelerating what I see, a huge downfall that's going to occur on the back of this. Like I said earlier in the day, I agree entirely that there's a huge target on his back from everything 
that he's been saying about the military industrial complex, the pharmaceutical industrial complex, the wars, and the vested interests want to get him out of the way. The vested interests want to destroy his reputation. So by contacting as many females as possible from his past and to find four or five people who are disgruntled probably wasn't too difficult for them. I would say that he has played a role in this. Many people look at things that they've said in the past and they try and scrub them off the internet. He was so high profile, so many things he said were recorded. The thing with Savile, you know, it was five or six years before Savile's crimes came out, but I can see how bad this looks. So what we now have to wait for is his legal team to put out a statement giving the other side of it, because so far all we've heard is all of the allegations against him. Yep, I agree. They're going after Russell, deep state style. They want to get him off the map. You know, this could be overnight now. He could be now not doing the activism he used to be doing because he's now got to deal with this. So they've accomplished what they wanted, but they could take it all away. If he does get a charge for the R word, they could take it all away and try and throw him in prison. Yep. So it's really sad. And I was really thinking about his wife. You know, for him to be this young person who was lucky as hell making all these crazy jokes, which was his sense of humor that got him famous, to settling down, having kids, doing his yoga. It's a mess and an absolute tragedy for him and his family. I was watching the Twitter feed coming in to try and get an idea of public opinion. And it was going about 70% against him in the Twitter comments. Um, even my dad, my dad watched it and he sent me a little voice note saying that. That's, um, he sent me a voice note saying, where is my dad's voice note? So my dad was basically swayed by the broadcast. Yeah, the similarities with uh, Savile are incredible, really, although the age is uh, a lot different to the ladies. Um, it's, it's just disgusting, really. A lot of the companies um, enabled him because he wanted money off him. It was just quite like Savile. Yeah, so the people who put that documentary together really knew how to hit the target because they used his own words against him, which is what a prosecutor would do in a court of law. They take snippets of what you said and they make you look like the devil. And the bits where they were describing him, you know, he gets this glazed look and they were framing the photos and the videos to make him look almost satanic, I would say. So... He has brought some of this on himself by providing evidence against himself with things that he said and certain actions. But that was what he felt he needed to do at the time to say these things to get famous. And now 
his karma for saying those things has come home to roost. So let me ask the people in the chat. Do, do you still support Russell Brand after watching the documentary Put One? If you do not support Russell Brand after today's event, Put Two. I believe that he has been targeted by the powers that be. And that was a hit piece. Got nearly all ones in the chat. That's good to see because that way goes against what was happening on Twitter. We've got a couple of twos there. I think it's about 95% ones right now coming in from the viewers. Yeah, so we've got a carefully patched together hit piece. They've completely gone over his life, combed through it to find some disgruntled women. And if the things that they say are true, you know, my heart goes out to them. But if they are just mad at him and they've embellished or they've been offered some kind of incentive, financial incentive, that remains to be seen. And hopefully there will be further investigation and hopefully he himself, his legal team, will put a statement out. And this has got to the point now where it's so serious, he's going to have to be told by his lawyers that he's probably not allowed to comment on it himself because if he slips up and says something or his lawyers will give him a statement as to what he can say because they're probably thinking now, meltdown, he's going to lose his sponsors, he's going to lose a lot of his connections over this, he's going to lose a lot of money over this, when it comes to sponsors, people will be lobbying his sponsors to uh, have nothing to do with him, so, you know, he was absolutely on top of the world, six and a half million subscribers on YouTube, I think 25 million across all of his platforms, and for, I think they gave him eight days notice that this was coming out. And you can see the stress on his face on the video he put out last night. And I imagine he and his family are going to be having a restless, if not sleepless, night tonight. All right, here's a comment from Ali. Every one of them slept with him. The first time they met him, except I think the AA lady, I believed her. Media stitch-up job, though, to be fair, you know how they do it. We do know exactly how they do it. This is the third live stream we've done on this today. And then the second live stream, we went over the allegations that were published by The Times this afternoon. And we also drew parallels with the Julian Assange case. But I think there's a lot more graphic detail in this case versus the Assange case, which is going to go against him. Uh, the 16-year-old, I think he, they said he was 30, 14-year age difference, but the fact that she was in school, that's really going to go against him. And if the one lady did really go to some kind of center for help the next day, and that's all documented, then that's really going to go against him as well. Yeah. But, well, that is the thing. I doubt 
that they would have done this if he wasn't on social media. Full tilt, Frankie. The fact that he has risen up to be a huge competitor to the major media outlets of the world from his house with his team, the amount of money they invest is an absolute threat to them, and he made a fool of them. I mean, he's such a charismatic guy. Some of his clips are great. Look what he did when he took over that news station in America and basically called them all out and told them how to run it. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I do remember the trues, Kiwi. I watched the trues religiously. And when the truth stopped, I thought he'd been threatened or something had happened. And he just came back with a vengeance and went after the most powerful people in the world. And you can't do that. If this was ancient Rome, his head would have been put on a stick. Anyway, I've just been sent a text here. Let me just read it. After watching the Dispatches documentary on Channel 4, I think the problem with the UK is immediately obvious. Looking at the hashtag and you see people Defending R and a SA. Don't tell me he isn't where the R. Um, text messages showing women saying no means no. Five separate women's accounts. An investigation that has been going on for years. Sources from many different comedians and people who have worked with him. Innuendos and referencing many of his clips of him doing interviews. So someone's saying that this is evidence against him. And all right, let me just go over this. The innuendos and reference to many of his clips of him doing interviews could be used as an aggravating factor if it does go to trial. But that was his job. He was like the shock jock caricature making these crude, lewd jokes. And in the grand scheme of everything that's come out today, you have to dismiss that because that was just part of his personality. But in court, it it could be. The prosecutors, they, they do clickbait people to aggravate your case. Um, sources from many different comedians and people who have worked with him. So there was one comedian on the show. And that comedian, I think, had sour grapes because many of us have, have heard of Russell Brown. None of us had heard of that comedian. So for him to just come out and stick the knife in, um, yeah, Candice, yes. I do know it is a stitch up, but I'm just trying to do some balanced reporting here. All right, an investigation that's been going on for years with multiple journalists. Now, how many years has this been going on for? I imagine it's only been going on for the amount of years that he's been pissing off the people in power. Because otherwise, there will be no incentive for them to go over his entire life and find these disgruntled women and publish this documentary. The documentary was on Channel 4. I don't know if you can watch it if you're overseas. It was on Channel 4 this evening, accessible to people in the UK. Yeah. So let's see. How can people be sure they are not being honest? We cannot be sure they are not being honest. Memory is malleable. These things happened, what, 10, 15 years ago? And disgruntled people can embellish. If there's no physical evidence, it just becomes the word of them versus the word of him. And we are yet 
to hear the word of him and his legal team. Quite the change of tune from the Schofield and Edwards news. Yeah, we were allowed to talk about them for a few weeks and then we got shut down. But I imagine the mainstream media are going to want this to go on and on and on so they can wipe him off the face of the earth. Yeah, agree, Snesley. Who benefits? He's had a past. Who hasn't? But who benefits from puncturing him? The R word, unacceptable. But is it true? Well, it's a fine line, isn't it? They will come out of the woodwork if they smell money. Yes, that's what they do. How many women will it take to come out before he is considered guilty? Well, if more women do come out on the back of this, then that will strengthen the case against him. But like we saw with the Savile case, if some kind of compensation is forthcoming, then that is a financial incentive for more women to come out. Even Savile's own niece came out and I think she got charged because she made up a false allegation trying to get money from the people who are getting paid out um, from the uh, fund that was set up for that. Yeah. Let's see. When you've got actors playing the victim's role, it seems less authentic, unfortunately. Receipts, where are the receipts? Exactly. Where are the receipts and where is the cross-examination? You look like a deer in the headlights. I'm not going to make any decision on this whole court case. Exactly. Yep, I agree. This is what happened to Johnny Depp as well. It's very sad if a person is innocent. Well, we're talking about disgruntled exes. Uh, you can't get a more disgruntled ex than Amber Heard. And the level of detail she went into as to what Johnny Depp was supposed to have done to her, it shows what people can come up with when they are disgruntled. I'm wondering if how much of this overlaps with his drug use. I'm not saying drugs is an excuse, but it does lead to more erratic, unpredictable behavior and some people on drugs they cross a line whereby when they are on drugs they don't even know what they're doing on the drugs i think joe rogan will have his back this is what danny's saying as he has a big voice and reach and has had russell on his show twice yep i concur with that we've already seen today elon musk has russell's back andrew tate has russell's back caroline good comment russell has admitted his bad stuff and changed his life Yes, I agree. He's probably looked back and seen what he said and wished he could scrub a lot of that off the internet. We interviewed Andrew Tate's lawyer last week and he said exactly the same, that Andrew was self-reflecting in the Romanian prison and he regretted a lot of the things that he had said that were now being used against him as well. So... Let's see what the latest is in the headline news articles. We've got the mail. It's just come out in the last hour. Unashamed, unapologetic Russell Brand's words that summed up his approach to life and women. 
I'm a bloke from Essex with a good job and a terrific haircut who's being given a Wonka ticket to a lovely beep factory thanks to the old fame. So these are going against him. An inveterate show-off who both friends and enemies conceded was self-obsessed. He built his career on telling and retelling stories of his beep exploits. An only child from Grey's Essex, he became famous thanks to his one-man stand-up shows. For a brief time, he was the toast of London. Sleeping first with supermodel Kate Moss. Says in, in brackets after that, who regretted her choice. And then, allegedly, with her friend, Sadie Frost. His fame was cemented by his tome, My Bookie Walk, which I have read, published in 2007, in which he told of his brown addiction and his numerous sordid beep encounters, including beep with escorts and joyless orgies. The following year, he lost his slot on a BBC Radio 2 show after calling up Faulty Towers actor Andrew Sachs to boast having slept with his granddaughter, Georgina. Well, actually, it was Jonathan Ross who boasted on the call to Sachs. He's the one who did that, but it, it was made worse by Russell. And we covered that in the first live stream we did today on Russell. He soon brushed off this controversy and in 2010 after brief courtship married pop star Katy Perry. Having met at the MTV water bottle at his head. <laughs> 14 months later, he texted her to tell her that he wanted a divorce. She later said he had not liked her being the boss on her tour and described his behavior as really hurtful and very controlling. So the Daily Mail are parlaying on the hit piece by Channel 4 here. She was far from the only woman to rule crossing his path. One conquest, Hannah Gregory Soskin, said he had to wear a gum shield at night to stop him grinding his teeth and snored like an elephant. Another ex said he spent most of their night together preening in front of the many mirrors he positioned around his bed. His fascination with the opposite sex started when he was too young to read. His parents, Ron and Barbara, split up when he was six. Although he adored his mother and was bound ever closer to her when she suffered cancer, when he was a child, he has clearly been greatly influenced by his father, a charismatic man with a string of girlfriends whom he has always longed to impress. He talks about watching beep videos at his dad's house when he was in primary school. He was precociously interested in women's beeps. And even before he was a teenager, he would attempt to guess women's sizes. He says that as a small child, he contrived to watch his Auntie Josie, a friend of his mother, washing her glorious beep in the bath. She had reasoned that he was too young to notice. That's it, I thought. Keep washing. After all, I'm only a little boy. I really was quite manipulative, even at that early age. 16, accepted at the Italia Conti Theatre School and was delighted to find it was full of beautiful girls. At one time, he says, Louise Nerding and Kelly Bryan, who later found fame in the group Eternal, both fancied him. He went out with Kelly, who dumped him when she discovered that he wanted to go out with her because she was black. In his teens, he and his father went on a trip to the Far East. He was hugely excited by chatting to bar girls in Hong Kong, I could not believe his luck when his dad hired three of them to go back to their hotel. 
My dad set about unwrapping his two escorts. He attempted to impress the remaining one, although he found the bedlam from the neighboring bed unsettling. He adds that during the rest of the holiday, I effed loads more escorts and never wore a rubber. It had hardened me. My sexuality had morphed forever from bewildered innocence into something more complex and rapacious. But none of this is criminal. He's been absolutely open about it. And unfortunately, it is now being weaponized against him as many entities are piling on to shut him up from reporting on exposing the military complex, Pharma, Pfizer, Gates, etc. In the following years, Brand tried to build his career as a stand-up comic and developed a serious brown habit. He was habitually unfaithful to his girlfriend of six years, Amanda. And I'm reading the mail right now. Another hit piece. He was taken on by MTV, who fired him after he came into work depressed. Oh, I'm sorry, dressed as Bin Laden shortly after Twin Towers. He also introduced his dealer to Kylie Minogue on the uh. He visited a dominatrix while filming a pilot program, and she performed a series of acts on him. The resulting show was Judge Not Fit for Transmission. He went to an orgy in a tower block in West London, but was disappointed, adding, there was too much pathos. This was like it had been directed by Mike Lee. He was fired by talent agents at ICM after a series of incidents on board a ship in Istanbul while making a film with David Walliams and Rob Bryden. He picked up a escort in Istanbul, made her cry when he broke her phone while they were having beep, and then demanded a refund of his money. Frankly, this girl was a sorry further excuse for an escort, he said. He got clean after his agent, John Noel, insisted he go to rehab and on his return became more successful, landing a job on Big Brother spinoff. It was at this point that his pursuit of meaningless beep encounters became so extreme that it threatened his success. He said, it's the scale of my beep endeavors that causes all the problems. I'm a bloke from Grays with a good job and a terrific haircut has been given a Wonka ticket to a lovely beep factory because of the old fame. He was sent to the clinic again in 2005 for sex addiction and he spent several weeks contemplating the excesses that had landed him in there. In his book, he uses this material for laughs. When he's asked during therapy to name all of the women he has hurt, he explains that he felt like Saddam Hussein trying to pick out individual Kurds uh, and indicates a complete failure on his part to truly engage with another human being. He says he went into the clinic just to shut everyone up, really, and for the same reason that I finally gave up drink and drugs because my ambition is the most powerful force within me. So once people convinced me that my beep behavior might become damaging to my career, I found it easy to think of it as a flaw that needed to be remedied. It was not then because he felt any remorse. This is what the mail's saying. I'm just giving you an example now of the latest hit piece piling on him. Because he felt any remorse for the pain that his behavior had caused. He blithely says after his beep rehab, he did continue to have beep with adult human females, but I made sure it didn't interfere with my work. The following year, he joked about an alleged date beep at a flat he was renting in Edinburgh. Um, his friend and fellow comedian Trevor Locke was charged with the R word after a 20-year-old woman claimed she was 
essay during a party at the flat. Russell made light of the police investigation, telling an audience at London's Royal Opera House that at the time of the alleged attack was occurring, I was having consensual beep with witnesses. Adding lovely night, it turned out to be. All charges against Locke were dropped by the police. At the same event, Brand was publicly admonished by Rod Stewart after claiming that he had slept with the rock star's daughter, Kimberly. Didn't know that. His wedding to Perry in 2010, a 2.5 million seven-day extravaganza at the Rambar Palace Hotel in Jaipur, took place just three months after they met. The singer Rihanna was the maid of honour and guests included David Walliams and Jonathan Ross. There was a tiger spotted uh, spotting safari, a desert festival. Brand arrived for the Hindu ceremony on a white horse attended by camels and elephants. But they announced their separation just over a year later with him reportedly ending the relationship via texts moments before she went on stage to perform in front of a huge crowd. In an interview with Vogue, she said, I felt a lot of responsibility for it ending. But then I found out the real truth, which I can't necessarily disclose because I keep it locked in my safe for a rainy day. Whoa. In 2013, according to a newspaper report, he boasted during a radio show on XFM about flings with comp competition winners in the disabled toilets at BBC Studios. It wasn't always the disabled toilet. Sometimes I'd take them home. He went on to joke about the Savile scandal, adding, given recent events at Anti, a presenter who has beep with adults is something to be prized. Despite these comments, he won hero status among many on the left. Would-be leader Ed Miliband appeared on his YouTube show, The Trues, during the 2015 election. In a desperate attempt to woo young voters, Miliband agreed to be filmed at his two million home in Hoxton, East London, even though the comedian had urged his millions of Twitter followers not to bother voting. After the collapse of the marriage, he had a romance with socialite Jemima Khan. In 2014, they sued a Hungarian-born masseuse who had accused them of assault. Sylvia Berkey claimed she was treated like an escort after Khan arranged for her to give Brand a massage as a birthday present in 2014. Police told Brandon Khan that there was no case to answer and a high court judge ordered Miss Berkey not to harass the purr. He married Laura Gallagher, the sister of former Sky Sports Kirsty and daughter of professional golfer Bernard in August 2017. They've got two young children and share a £3.3 million, almost $4 million home in Henley-on-Thames. He said that being a father has taught me there's a lot more important in this world than me. But while his life, his family life appeared settled, he reinvented himself as an online polemist posting social media videos in which he spouts wild conspiracy theories. That's what the mail is saying. Wild conspiracy theories. Pardon me. Let me just look at his channel again right now. And see what he's been reporting on. Russell Brand. I mean, this is one of the reasons that I really watch. But look at his his um some of his most viewed, shall I? All right. His top picks for the month. He's calling out a COVID czar. Um that got 800,000 views. That was two months ago. Two months ago, 
He's calling out manufacturers of cluster bombs. You know, if you remember with Princess Diana, she was calling out the landmines. And things didn't end well for her, did they? Um, 1.7 million views two months ago. Trump exposes Venezuela's oil plans. He's got Jordan Peterson there. He's questioning the origin of the Hawaii fires. Um, and then he's calling out Obama as well. I don't think he's put anything up since last night. Last night's video, so this is happening, which I played this morning. It's up to 600,000 views right now. And before that, he did a, a video calling out Biden and what Biden said about 9-11. So, you know, power to him, calling out these creeps and to call that wild conspiracy theories, which is what the male is saying right now in this hit piece that has just come out, is absolutely incorrect. And it's just how they try and incorporate the CIA strategy of your lunatic conspiracy theorist. No one will listen to you if we label you thusly. And the male citing other videos of his, the FBI have been harvesting your DNA and real alien encounter in Peru question mark to make him look like a lunatic. Even before last night's story broke, he was refuting the allegations and railing against the mainstream. I'm not going to do his uh, statement again. We we did that already today. Let me just see if anything else has come out because there is going to be an av absolute avalanche. All right, here we go. As predicted, to get this to become a criminal case, the first thing they do is destroy your reputation. The second thing they do is throw you in prison, and it's begun. This has just come out minutes ago. The police are now urging victims to come forward as Russell Brand is accused of the R word and the word that rhymes with broom, a girl of 16, as he brazenly takes the stage in Wembley because he did this evening have a gig in London. So, we already went over what the script is here with these guys. And it is unfolding in front of our eyes. The three steps, reputation, prison, stop you breathing. They didn't waste any time going from step one to step two. It's happening right now. And I'll read you exactly what they're saying here. He's been accused of R-wording a businesswoman and room, a 16-year-old schoolgirl for beep. In a string of bombshell allegations, he's accused of essays and abuse and pred behavior between 2006-2013 when he was at the height of his fame. Talks about, just rehashes what we've just seen on Channel 4. The Metropolitan Police said it has been made aware of media reports about a series of allegations of SA and is urging any alleged victims to come forward. All it's going to take now is one victim to go to the cops and they've got a criminal case against him. You could end up with a SWAT team 
coming to his house, snatching him in the middle of the night and putting him in prison. These devastating allegations date from the time when he was presented, blah, 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 blah. Let me see if I can find anything else about the Met Police on this. And I don't think the Met Police has released any more information other than calling for alleged victims to come forward. Let's see, yeah. No, nothing else there. Let me just put in Google now and see Russell Bland, London Met Police. If anything else has come out that's updated that. Seen for the first time. Um, accused of the R word. Yep, so the mirror has been the first, uh, the, the mail has been the first to report that the police are now trying to get this to phase two by getting him criminalized. Yeah. Right, so if anyone's got any questions, put them in the chat. Bottom line is, do you believe Brand? You know, I'm leaning on believing that this has all been designed to destroy his work. I don't think this has been designed for him to be held accountable for his actions because he's done bad things to women. I think they've gone over his past relationships with a fine tooth comb and got these women who are disgruntled four out of 10,000. Just a numbers game, isn't it, really? If he slept with over 10,000 women over 10 years, and, you know, even the Channel 4, uh, one of the women who worked for him, she said it, he was having carnal relations five times a day, so do the math. You are bound to have a percentage of them disgruntled. What about Schofield and Edwards then? Be consistent. Well, look at the age difference between Schofield and the kid. Look at the video of him in the restaurant with that kid. That was disgusting. That kid, Schofield had gone to that school as a person of influence and that kid looking up to Schofield, they'd started this relationship online and ended up with having playtime. Come on, that's a lot different than what we're talking about here. Everything, all these allegations against Russell Brand are from adults. Yep, 16-year-old, it's completely immoral, but the law, that's the line, isn't it, with the law? And some of these other people, in the, especially in the case that we've been talking about, that we're not allowed to talk about anymore, what we're talking about on locals, um, the link to the locals is, is at the bottom. We're going to start in the description box. We are going to start doing a lot more on the Jeffrey E case over on the locals. But his thing was girls who were underage. What was it that Lady Colin Campbell called him an ebophile? And look at all of the huge names that were involved with Jeffrey, who are never, ever going to be held to account. Yet we've got Russell Brand, 
who has just lived a wild and crazy life on doing some of the darkest, hardest drugs. It was inevitable that something like this will be available to the enemy if they wanted to dig deep enough and weaponize it against him. And I think that many of the people watching this are on Russell's side. And this thing needs to go to court if victims do come forward so that they can be thoroughly scrutinized as to the legitimacy of their claims. You know, I know comedians, I know people in the media, and I'd never heard of these things about Russell Brand, but I had heard the things about Schofield for a long time. And when we tried to report on Schofield a few years ago, it had to be taken down for legal reasons. We um, were only able to resurrect that when it came out that he was named and all of the mainstream media outlets were able to name him and publish the articles. Because once that happened, we couldn't be sued for defamation or libel. So, yeah. Let's see. Um, calling women who have maybe assaulted disgruntled is an insult. Well, we don't know if they have been assaulted or whether these are just payoffs made by the media to try and take this guy down because of the people that he's exposing. So, Son of Somerset is saying there needs to be a statute of limitations on these allegations. If you didn't press charges, say, within the first two years, it should be too late. I understand where you're coming from with that, but especially when these people go after people who are underage, they internalize it, and it's not until they become adults that they have the mental capabilities and fortitude to go after these monsters. So people like Weinstein, people like Jeffrey, who you know rhymes with the other one, these laws... Um, the other the other guy who had the island in the Bahamas as well, the um what was his name? The one who we've had quite a few people reporting on it on the channel, and he's facing extradition to America from Canada. If it wasn't for the statute of limitations being extended, these monsters would never have been brought to justice. So I'm not sure that's such a good idea in some cases, but I can I, I do see where you're coming from putting that um, comment up there. The mainstream media have hanged themselves by going after Russell Brand. But the problem is they did it so expertly by weaving his own words together to use against him. I played the message from my dad at the beginning. My dad, you know, bought right into it. Uh, just to give an example of how people are reacting to the Channel 4 thing. And it doesn't matter even if he's completely innocent. The job is done because now a question mark is over his head for the rest of his life. Even if he's proven innocent. And that's what makes these strategies so effective. They will go to town on Russell Brand, no scandal for a while. Yeah, you know, this 
takes the heat off Schofield, off Hugh Edwards, off these other people. And it won't get dropped out of the media like we saw with these members of the establishment. How quickly it went out of the media. Sean, do you think it's GB Patriot? What is the wealth of the establishment? What are the biggest industries in the world? The biggest industries in the world include big oil, big pharma, big weapons. He is costing them money by swaying public opinion against them. These companies pay millions annually for publicists, PR departments. Some of them just buy media entities outright to perpetuate the myths that they are doing good for society. And Russell Brand is eating away at the image which costs them a huge amount of money. So, Sean, stop trying to cover up for this guy. You will get a name for yourself. Look, when the allegations came out about Julian Assange, I went through this exact same thing. And I'll tell you what, when the allegations came out against Assange and I defended him, if I went live right away, I probably would have been getting slaughtered. But now, I think most people understand what happened with Assange. And over time, it could come out that Russell is completely innocent of all of this. And people will be eating their words. In fact, I'm going to put, ask the viewers, viewers, put a one in the chat if you think Julian Assange, <laughs> there's already a one before I even said it, put a one in the chat if you think Julian Assange is innocent and it was all a hit piece on him too for WikiLeaks. Put a two in the chat if you think Julian Assange is completely guilty of what allegedly happened in Sweden. So I'm seeing many, many ones in the chat right now. So I have been down this road before defending someone who was accused of the R word. And over time, it came out that it was an orchestrated maneuver by the controlled mainstream media to try and get him gagged, sent to America where he would be facing a sentence of hundreds of years where he would never get out. And poor old Julian, he's stuck in Belmarsh to this day, I believe. And, you know, he looks like he's aged 10, 20 years. I am disgusting for sticking up for him and not believing the victims. And there's physical evidence. I'm not saying... I'm not believing the victims. I'm saying my overall analysis of the situation has led me to believe that if Russell Brand was not going after big oil, big pharma, big weapons, this would not have happened to him this weekend. That's what I'm saying. They've combed over his life and they've found women who've had bad experiences with him, women who maybe have a motive to embellish just like we saw with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, the graphic detail Amber Heard came forward with that now looks preposterous, but many people bought into because she was so detailed in her allegations. Could this be a situation whereby people are 
saying similar things because of sour grapes against him for whatever reason? Or could it be a situation whereby they have been offered financial reward to say these things by news outlets? That happens a lot where people get paid who have been in relationships with people to say dirt just so newspapers can get clicks and views. Dave Whitaker, can you honestly say that you don't think RB is capable of this? Well, it's more complex than that, isn't it? Capable of what? There's been so many different allegations. Which specific allegation are you asking me about? Because there's there's just been an absolute plethora of them in um, in what we've heard tonight. Yeah. And if, you know, on the other side of this, if the allegations are true, if this does go to a court of law and they are proven to be true, then that's a completely different scenario. But court is theater, like I always say. Russell's got so many millions to defend himself, but the state has the deepest pockets and they can always put on the best theater show. Yeah. Yes, Louise, I agree. People who've been through horrible things speak the truth about the things they have experienced. We've interviewed over a thousand people on this channel and we specialize in getting survivors on to tell their stories. But these survivors are telling stories from the heart. They've been through these horrible things, but there's not a person they're directing them at whose entire life is going to be destroyed because a person who is exposing the NWO to the highest level to millions of people. So there's a far bigger picture. There's a far bigger framework going on here with Russell Brand than the things that have happened with these women. And if they have happened, you know, it, it's an absolute terrible thing. And justice will be served, hopefully. But presently, we've only heard the prosecution's side. And we heard nothing from Russell's legal team. And here's a, a contrary opinion to the previous comment. Russell has never denied his beep addiction. He wrote about it in his two books, but he's not an R-word. My instinct is telling me that that is the case, Lady of Shallot. I don't believe he's an R-word. He's an extremely charismatic, handsome man, famous models, um, many women, you know, willingly sleeping with him. He had no need to go down that road of criminality. And um, let's see what other comments are coming in. He has admitted to his crap behavior himself. Yes, indeed. Breaking is speculating as to whether the women got paid. Um, Pop Dove 
popped over from Andrew's live. He says hi, by the way. Oh, thank you, Christine. Sean is Russell Brand, a 33rd degree Freemason. I see him supporting a lot of new age stuff. I've always been mistrustful of him. It's funny you should say that, Joe Bloggers, because when the campaign was launched against me when I was exposing Jeffrey of the island in the Bahamas, who mysteriously died in New York, one of the things that they were saying about me was that I was a Freemason, my dad was a Freemason. No proof whatsoever. Um, but that's something else that gets thrown on these people. You know, they were saying that I was a Freemason because I was getting away with reporting on Jeffrey. They were saying that I was controlled opposition because I was reporting on Jeffrey and I wasn't getting terminated, but I did get terminated. <laughs> so that proved them them wrong. All right, so Nigel the Crab, how does Brand get a fair trial after this documentary? If he's an R-word, he should be convicted by a court, not by the Times or Channel 4. I couldn't agree more, Nigel the Crab. There is a presumption of innocence. And it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. We've already got the cops calling on women to come forward. You know, if, if there's 20 allegations tomorrow through London police, his case is obviously weakened dramatically. If there's none, then his case is strengthened. Sick of these women coming forward years later. Well, if they come forward years later and they've given honest information because they have gone through something with one of these monsters. Nygaard, Peter Nygaard, that's what I was talking about. You know, we did a lot of coverage on the Peter Nygaard case. And it was because the statute of limitations was extended that those women were able to bring cases against him. And in the Jeffrey case, <clears throat> Maxwell... Some of the women were outside the statute of limitations, but they were able to come along and aggravate the sentence by giving their testimonies. So if it is true what they say after it you know, being many, many years, the statute of limitations should allow those people in. Will I apologize if it turns out to be true? You could have stayed neutral rather than claiming it was an attack from the establishment. Whether it's true or not, AJ, it is an attack from the establishment. If it's true, they've weaponized the truth. If it's false, they've fabricated it and weaponized it either way. I'm not backing down from saying it was not an attack from the establishment. It absolutely is an attack from the establishment. If this was the 1960s, a lone gunman would have been visiting him by now. Because that's how they did it back then. But now we've got the destruction of the reputation. And then we've got the criminalization. And then we've got they stop you breathing. Yeah. What evidence do you suggest do I have to suggest he's not? Of course, AGM, I don't have any evidence to suggest that he's not. But my heart and my conscience is telling me. As someone who's interviewed over a thousand people, many of them who've been victims and survivors of these monsters, my heart and conscience is telling me that there's a concerted effort to destroy Russell Brand's reputation.
You know, people who take substances can do things and not even remember what they've done. Anything can happen. I'm not 100% saying he hasn't committed the R word because he will probably tell you himself. He has taken substances and not even remember what he has done. Anything is possible, but I think that the way this has been put together is to destroy his reputation. And I'm not disbelieving the women. It is the timing of it. Here's a good um, response from Danny. It's not about disbelieving the women. It's about the timing of this, what he's trying to do now. He's been at FU and he admits that. But I don't believe there was anything in that documentary to suggest that he's done things that deserve for his life to be destroyed and for all the good work he is doing to being blown up. That is a very common sense response to what we've seen today. And when I said that he slept with over 10,000 women, and you will definitely find some disgruntled women amongst that number. I'm not specifically saying that the women who have raised these allegations are all disgruntled women. Some people have just jumped to that conclusion. I'm saying that the way he treated women was wrong. If he was sleeping with women and saying he was going to take them out for dinner the next day and then just blanking them, that is wrong. That is immoral. It is not illegal, but it's going to cause a de degree of disgruntlement among the women he has slept with. Shorty, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned or embarrassed. Yeah, good point. Lady of Charlotte, he has had serious issues with beep addiction. Read about his experiences with his father. He did not know how to be with women properly, but our word is something very different. Yeah, that is a really good point there. Um, yeah, people do horrendous things when using and being higher than the Alps. Yeah, that is definitely a factor that needs to be considered. And I don't know yet, and people, maybe people can tell me in the chat, when these allegations occurred, do we know whether that was the period of time when he was using substances? Or was that after he'd quit and, he, and then he rolled over into this sex addiction phase of his life? So the way... One of the most sinister things about the Channel 4 documentary was there is a book called In Plain Sight, which I have read. It is an absolutely brilliant book about Jimmy Savile. And they have used that title, you cannot copyright titles, to give him guilt by association with Savile. What he said, joking with Savile, was extremely poor judgment. If you heard what Savile responded with in the Channel 4 documentary tonight, Savile, he didn't give a shit. He would just say, he would just say what he was doing. But Russell, very poor judgment. His career was built on these shocking jokes of a sexual nature. And the way they've attached that Savile thing to him shows that this was strategically done to completely destroy his reputation. And 
you know, even if he comes out and he gets a lot of back from people, a lot of people's minds have been turned against him by that documentary. I guarantee it. Because it creates a visceral reaction when you hear the details from the alleged victims. I felt sick myself. I felt sick to my stomach. I felt, I imagine that Russell Brand, when he finished his show tonight, him and his legal team and his wife were watching that program. And I was thinking how sick in the stomach is his wife right now having to watch and listen to this. Um, there were some parts of it that were really stomach churning. The story from the 16-year-old was particularly heartrending. And he's got a lot to answer for on that. And I, I'm, I'm hoping that his legal team do indeed put out a response to all four of the women. Did I defend Bill Cosby? No, we went in hardcore on Bill Cosby. We went in hardcore on Weinstein. We went in hardcore on who's the singer that was urinating in girls' mouths. God, I can't remember his name now, but he was massive. And we had 60 million views on our coverage of the Jeffrey case, the billionaire who died before all that got shut down. So if anyone wants to question me about how much we go after these monsters, this is something we've been doing for years. Many of the people we've interviewed have been victims of these monsters. And we've interviewed people like Maria Farmer, who's a victim of Jeffrey and Maxwell. She's been a friend of the channel for years. And right now, these are allegations and claims, and we need a rebuttal from Russell's legal team. Could Channel 4 end up being destroyed, paying out a billion pounds to Russell Brand if these allegations are indeed unfounded and that is ascertained in court? It could sue the living daylights out of them for defamation. Do the elites lift the statute of limitations so they can pick and choose who they take out with the policy? There's no consequences. If you are in a political dynasty, one of the big crime families of America, who've been in power over there, if you look at Governor Bill Clinton, before he became president, if you look at the... SA allegations and court cases and NDAs that were signed. I think Trump bought, brought a lot of the women to the, one of the debates with Hillary. Women who couldn't speak because they signed NDAs, but their presence was sure powerful. There are people that are beyond consequences. And that's why we've got this thing called elite deviance, whereby, you know, if you have no consequences for your actions to get your rocks off, you engage in activity that is more and more taboo and that does cross over into criminality. And for some reason, these warped people focus on minors to commit these crimes. Yeah. Let's see. Um, how can you give honest information years down the line? 
Goalie one's viewpoint is compromised. Yep. If you look in the cases of people who've been witnesses to things, neuroscientists have proven that memory is malleable. People will get on the stand and say that they believe things and they'll come across as they're believable. Their voice inflection, their body language will be believable. And that's because in their mind, it has changed over time and they believe what they believe in the present is true, even though it may be far removed from reality. So that's why witnesses to things have can't be held as 100% reliable. James and Stanley have the establishment attack you, Sean. Yeah, two to three years ago when I was reporting on Jeffrey, we had 60 million views on it. I talked about this on the first live stream today whereby they tried to destroy my reputation. Then they called me into the cop shop. They looked. They contacted every female from my past. They looked at all my videos, and they found that one of my podcast guests had named a minor in one of these monstrous cases, and it is illegal to name a minor in one of these cases. It's against the law. So she broke the law, but she'd done it on my channel and I published it. And by publishing, I broke the law as well. So child protective services, I was interviewed by them and the cop was shocked because he mostly goes after adults who are attracted to kids. I was going after adults who were attracted to kids. We were exposing them, but because we named one of the kids on the channel, I was criminalized. I've got a caution. And I have to adhere to this. Basically, if I interview a survivor now, I have to adhere to the requirements on this caution or else I go to prison. So this is one of the ways they tried to shut me down from exposing these monsters. <clears throat> Catherine. Bravo, my respect for increase every day. I find it interesting that the timing of these allegations, could it have anything to upcoming elections? the mainstream media, especially the BBC. Yeah, Catherine, these things are extremely complex. They say that when many forces, when many vested interests, if you have pissed all those vested interests off, then they will come together, the vested interests, to take you down. Look at the coverage we did on JFK um, last week on Atwood Unleashed. How many vested interests had JFK pissed off? The mafia, the military-industrial complex. They were trying to put a tax on oil in, was it Texas? Some of the oil barons of Texas were pissed off. He said he was going to shatter the CIA into pieces. And you piss enough powerful people off, they're going to get together and... Have you taken that out? Look what look what happened to Jeffrey in the New York prison cell. Maureen, this is a very important point that I forgot to bring up. One of the alleged victims actually went to work for Channel 4. I think that's that's really important because if Channel 4 is the impetus behind this, then we can see the chain of events that, that has led to that coming out. 
Sean, a lot of this stuff about Russell has been in the UK news for years. Yeah, but the R word hasn't, has it? We all know about his behavior whereby, you know, his jokes cross the line, he's a touchy-feely guy. But the R word hasn't. That takes it to a whole new level. So if women go to London police in the next, you know, couple of days or so, and he's charged with that, that takes it to a whole new level versus what things that have been floating around for years. Dizzy. I stand with Russell. It's a witch hunt from the corrupt establishment. He speaks the truth. They don't like it. I think when we did the poll earlier, Dizzy, 95% of the people on this channel seem to believe the same. Let's have a look. I know what you're saying, Sean, and all the best to him, but shouldn't accept the conditions to be left open for blackmail for a bit of fame and fortune. Well, when they offered fame and fortune to Alex Jones, he was told that he would have to do certain rituals and activities, and he refused to do it. And look what happened to him. He got the biggest fine in, in uh, history. Yep. It was completely wrong what he said about Sandy Hook. Um, but there's good and bad in everybody. And AJ and David I, you know, when I wrote my War on Drugs series of books, I learned a lot from people that they interviewed, that AJ interviewed, and some of the stuff that David I told me about how the intelligence agencies control the drugs while policing it at the same time there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that's hidden from us and the powers that be don't want us digging too deep and russell brand he certainly was irritating them right let's see if we've got any final questions seems like andrew gold is um okay i hear you andrew gold has done some excellent coverage of Scientology. Is this a warning to other journals to not cross the line? Definitely. And I think that a lot of people in high positions were compromised a long time ago, and that's why they were allowed into these high positions, so that if they ever did step out of line, blackmail, videotapes, perhaps made of them, whatever it may be, will be released. And there's a book by Terry Reid called Compromised. And I think David I told us as well that people are only allowed in the highest levels of politics and psychopathic business leaders because they are compromised. Clinton was compromised. You know, I wrote my book about Barry Seal bringing the white powder in from South America. They chose Arkansas because Clinton was so corrupt. This was under George H.W. Bush, Oliver North, and the CIA. And because Clinton played ball with the Bush crime family, he was given the White House. But he was, his own brother got arrested by an undercover cop buying the white powder. And he said to the undercover cop, some of this is for Bill. He's got a nose like a vacuum cleaner. This was before he was president. And when he was president, he gave his brother Roger a pardon. This is how it works. It's one law for them. 
and one law for us mere mortals. If I was beeped from a famous person, I think I would go to the police. What chance would I have being believed? I'd be frightened. That's from Murray. Yeah, and that's the sad... If, 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 if you listen to our interview with Maria Farmer, who was a victim of Jeffrey and Maxwell, and she was holed up in Wexler's property, and she called the police because those horrible things had happened to her. The police were working for Wexner. They were his bodyguards, the local police. So, absolutely agree with you there, Mary. We've heard this from survivors over and over that quite often the police are in on it. The police won't take it seriously. Look at Jeffrey when he got his first case, how he got a pass. Didn't even go to prison. They put him in the stockade in Florida. And, you know, it was business as usual. And that was with minors. One law for them and one law for the rest of us. Sean, why won't enough people wake up about what the dark powers are doing? They want total control. Wake up people. You know what? I was in the darkness myself. It took... 9-11, it took Enron to wake me up. It took reading David iBooks to wake me up. So, you know, we do hope that through videos, through books, through alternative media, more and more people come around to being able to analyze these situations from the perspective of looking at who's profiting from it. The biggest corporations in the world control our governments, control our media. The media is so concentrated. Russell Brand was going against all of it. And he's now paying a hell of a price. Lady of Charlotte again. Thank you. Check out the jokes Russell made as a presenter of Big Brother's Big Mouth. It was his job to be risque and saucy, and now it is being used against him. And who was employing him to be risque and saucy? None other than Channel 4. Because that show, those Big Brother shows, the views went through the roof. And they were making millions off the back of it. Christine, does this not feel a bit like the Phoenix Rising allegations against Marilyn Manson? He is a icky creeper, but the woman were approached to make these allegations of a false FBI charge. We have co covered the Marilyn Manson case somewhat, and um, there are parallels with Julian Assange as well. Lulu, I think this is a total stitch-up. I felt for his family. Yeah, definitely feel for his family. All right, so I think it was overlapping. This is in response to what I asked earlier, whether Russell was on the substances when these allegations arose. So Anthony's saying, Sean, I believe it was overlapping because Russell has admitted multiple times that he was still on drugs when he was a sex addict. And someone who's on drugs is capable of anything. They can black out and do stuff they can't even remember. So, you know, that is a factor that works against him. I'm just trying to be balanced here and realistic. 
we're not trying to demean anyone. And if allegations are true and we do find out, then we can reappraise the situation. But we can't. I'm not passing judgment at all. I hear what he's got to say to rebut the allegations. It's like when you're watching one of these true crime shows and you hear the prosecutor and you think they're guilty. But then next thing, you hear the defense and you think they're innocent. All we've heard so far is the prosecution. And still, a hell of a lot more of you think Russell Brand is still innocent before we've even heard the defense side of it. And a hell of a lot more of you feel he's innocent than when Assange was first accused. Because I got slaughtered when I defended Julian when that first came out. Yeah. So... All right, we're almost at midnight. I think we've done about six, what, four hours of live streaming today. Tomorrow night, I've got a three-hour podcast with a prison governor who's never told a story before like this. She is, her name's Vanessa, and she's got a book out called The Prison Governor. It's got over 5,000 reviews. It's mental. And she is a top-notch storyteller. You've got that one coming out 8 o'clock tomorrow. We've also got Atwood Unleashed coming out on Wednesday. And we'll have another studio podcast lined up for the weekend, following weekend. If you want to watch my interview with Andrew Tate's lawyer that I did last week, it got shadow banned. It wasn't shared by YouTube at all. I'll put the link in the description box because there's lots of parallels with Russell Brand's situation and the Andrew Tate situation. All right. Thanks for watching. Much love and respect wherever you are in the world. Let's take care of each other, folks. And let's be respectful to women, for guys out there who think that Benny Hill-style humor works in this modern era. It absolutely does not. There's no room for it. Cut it out. Look at the kind of shit it could end in in your own life. Women and children should be respected the most. They should be the absolute priority of the justice system. Let's end the war on drugs, end mass incarceration, and take all those resources and go after the monsters 